Welcome to Doesn't Scream Must Be Free. This is an episode of Mr. Podcast Are You Free? With your hosts, Andrew McGuire and Beatrice Lopez. Welcome to another episode of Doesn't Screen Must Be Free. My name is Andrew McGuire. As always with me is my lovely wife, my co-host Beatrice Lopez. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi. Hi. We're doing another episode of Doesn't Screen Must Be Free, and this is Mr. Podcast Are You Free? And we're talking about Season 3, Episode 2, Coffee Morning. Mmm, Coffee. Coffee. Or tea, whatever you want in yeah, the morning. a caffeinated beverage of some sort, which I think I need because I... I'm not entirely sure if I said doesn't screen must be free twice. I don't even know. I'm pretty sure you said it once. Yeah. But if I had said it twice, that's fine. Three times now. Hey, this is the show. This is the show where we watch Are You Being Served? Episode by episode and do a like a recap of each episode of this 50-year-old show. And it starts off with them... Uh, Mrs. Slocum is getting her waist measured mm-hmm. by Miss Brahms. She's trying to lose weight. Trying to lose weight, and uh, she has a waist of 77 centimeters, they said, uh, which she's gained for whatever they're called, centipedes. So centipedes? They're having, so they're having trouble with the uh, metric system? Oh, yeah. Um which is interesting because so, the way they did that joke is like, oh, I thought they used the metric system. I thought and, so too. And so I looked it up and they started, they officially, quotes, switched over to the metric system in 1965. Oh. Now this episode aired in 1975, so I was a little confused why they were 10 years later. And still having trouble with it. Uh, turns out it's because they were never, like, they adopted, but they didn't really switch over to it. Kind of like in the U.S., you can find some things in metric, like medicines. Yes. And such, but not everything. In fact, most things aren't here. Um, turns out that they started transitioning in 1965, but as of 2007... The EU, like, stopped them from bothering even to try to make them transition because they weren't. And then in 2015, I found an article which said that they still weren't transitioning except, like, in food services and such. But, like, height and weight were still in the imperial system, which is why a clothing store would have trouble with it. That makes a lot of sense. It does. I totally missed that part. Yeah. So it's focused on Mr. Granger's anger. Yeah, he uh, was. Yeah, that comes up in a little bit. Um, she talks about how she can't afford dinner. Oh yeah, Miss Brahms talks about how she can't afford to eat. Yeah, so she goes out with a different guy every night, and basically has them on the hook. Yeah. Because um, Slocum says, well, they're expecting something at the end of dinner. And then she's like, they're not going to get it. Yeah. 
but it's like a she calls it a fruit machine, so like a slot machine. Yes. Um, they keep feeding money into it, hoping to get something, and they never do. Uh, cuts over, and Mr. Lucas is being super creepy, like he always is, and he's mm-hmm. talking about a date he had the night before. Yeah. Where uh, he says the woman was fiddling with her keys and like kind of getting ready to like get out of the car and run back to her apartment, but she did agree to a second date, and he thinks he'll have better luck tonight because he took the door handle off the door. So, ha, 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 I'm going to trap her. Yeah. Like a creepy stalker guy. Yep. Definitely, uh, that's, uh, that's pretty rapey. Um, so, uh, Mr. Lucas, strike one. Yeah. <laughs> Already. Already. Um, Captain Peacock asks where Mr. Granger is, and he hasn't returned from his tea break yet. And he has, uh... Not come back, and he comes back five minutes late. He was supposed to come back with fifteen mi- after fifteen minutes. He came back after twenty minutes, and Captain Peacock reprimands him for that and says he's going to have to bring it up to Mr. Rumble for five minutes. Yep, he has to write him up. Yeah, he says, "How do you account for these five minutes?" He says, "I had to use the restroom," and he goes for five minutes. And he says there was a line. There was yep, a queue. there was a queue. Yep, because they call it a queue. Mm-hmm. And he said, you're really going to report me to Mr. Rumble for this? And he says, yes, I have to wear two hats. I'm your boss. and I'm your friend, but I'm also your boss. He goes, oh, wouldn't be, shouldn't be a problem wearing two hats. You're two-faced. <laughs> and you yeah. thought that was a really good line. I did. I think that was a great line. But it's true. He also has to well, – he shouldn't really have to be his friend. I think he should just be his boss. Right, he should be his boss. I think it's always important to put that um, that barrier up. Like, as a manager, I don't add people on Facebook or or anything. Actually, I, I don't really do much Facebook anymore anyway. But when I did, I wouldn't have anyone from work. That was my standing rule. If I worked with you, I wouldn't be your friend. I mean, I would be friendly with you. I was always I'm a nice person, but and friendly with you, and I might ask you about your kids or whatever, mm-hmm. but. I'm not hanging out with you after work. And it sounds like they do. Yeah, uh, it does. Which, you know, it makes sense. You spend so much time with people, you tend to form bonds with them. But anyway, Captain Peacock uh, says he's going to make an announcement and calls everyone over. And Miss Brahms is like, I hope it's important because I wanted to go to lunch. Yeah. And he's like, everything I say is important. And you made a point. He's like, like way more strict all of a sudden. Like, yeah, in this episode in particular, he's really obnoxious. Yeah. Like super, super, like, company man, which, I mean, he's, you know, manager and stuff. That's supposed to be a thing, but he seems like beyond that. Yeah, like, it's really in, in weird. This, in this particular episode. Uh, they have a little bit that, like, they shortened everything to, like, just initials. And he says, like, he rattles off, like, 80 letters that just basically says it's from Mr. Rumble to Captain Peacock, which I don't think it really... I guess he copied uh, Mr. Grace on that memo. That's why he made it all official, because he sent it to Mr. Uh, uh, Grace as well. Because um, Mr. Grace comes in at the end saying he got his memo. Uh, but 
really he even if it, that all was there because he was making it formal for Mr. Grace, Captain Peacock really could have just read it from where it actually was. It doesn't have to read to from. I think he wanted to show the uh, the authority yeah. that was there because obviously they don't respect him. Right. Um, <clears throat> and basically regarding T um, breaks, they are now going to have to sign out and in for their breaks, lunches, and elevensies. Or eleven teas they call like I do not so know maybe like high tea times yeah there was like oh I don't know if that's like a pre lunch like they have three breaks a day maybe I mean I Wait, I work that? I I work for a company that gives us three breaks huh but I only have to punch in and out for the lunch break the other breaks huh. are on the clock is day. that also including the bathroom breaks no that's uh set, so the memo says they're gonna have to sign in and out for their breaks. Those three breaks, and then they're also going to have to sign in and out anytime they go to the restroom. Oh. And they're going to track that. And I don't know if they necessarily would have had as much a problem with it if it was just the breaks, but it also, including the restrooms, is where they kind of go, that's an invasion of privacy. That's very 1984. Yeah, that's what Miss Brom says. Mm -hmm. I think there's a point where um, bathroom breaks are excessive. So you work eight hours a day. Yep. And we had, I, I ran a team, before I was a manager, I ran a team in the back room of like six people. And we wouldn't really keep track of anyone's bathroom breaks because that's weird. But like we kind of would notice that one particular person would go like twice an hour. Yeah, it's weird. And it would be like five to ten minutes at a time. Mm -hmm. So like literally getting paid for eight hours but really only being there for like five or six yeah um and that's when you kind of have to go back and be like okay this is being excessive i don't think we've seen it being that excessive here uh i think in a previous episode they were counting how many times miss slocum's gone to the restroom and it was like three or four which is not excessive it's like one every two hours yeah that, that doesn't seem like much, but either way, they're going to be doing that. They decide to talk about it at lunch, and they have a meeting about it, and they decide they're all not going to sign. Yes, they all sign. decided that they were all going to back him up, mm -hmm. and by him, I mean Mr. Granger. Yeah, well, they don't even back up him like specifically. They just all agree they're not going to do it. And what happens is Mr. Granger comes out the lift first, out of the elevator first, and Captain Peacock asks him to sign, and he says, no, none of us are going to sign. And he says, I'm going to repeat, Mr. Granger, I want you to sign. And he says, no, we're not going to sign. And then that's when he, Captain Peacock's like, well, I'm going to report this to Mr. Rumble that you, Mr. Granger, are refusing to sign. He's like, we're all refusing to sign. And he's like, no, correction, I only asked you to sign. Which is, like, such a sneaky jerk move. Yes. Um, he ends up in the office. Uh, Mr. Mash delivers tea to mm -hmm. Mr. Rumble. There's the whole wordplay thing. Yeah. Of, uh, put it down, don't yeah. put it down. Yeah. Um, I just want to make sure that everyone knows Mr. Mash is there because he plays an important part because he overhears it, overhears what's going on. But Mr. Rumble charges uh, 
deducts 25 pence for not signing mm -hmm. from his pay packet and 25 pence for being back five minutes late from T. Yeah. So 50 pence, fine for that. That's about 10 bucks, roughly. It's about nine bucks. Yeah. But that's like for five, so basically for five minutes he got charged nine bucks. That would be over a hundred dollars an hour. Like, basically, he took the average like pay right now is ten bucks an hour. He charged him basically an hour's wages. Yep. For five minutes. Yeah, I don't think that's legal, but I it, it might have been at that point in time. Uh, and he also calls him the ringleader because they. They're all agreeing to back him up, but it's weird because he didn't actually even want to do it. No. But, uh, no, he didn't. I feel he, bad for Mr. Granger in this case. All yeah. he wanted to do was have his coffee. And I think they they did a very important symbolic thing where both sides of the argument are using Mr. Granger mm -hmm. as like their pawn in this game because neither of them care enough to let... Them, him on the elevator with them when they leave. Oh. I think that was a very symbolic thing where they're like, yeah, we stand behind you, Mr. Granger, and then they go down the elevator and he doesn't get there in time to get on the elevator. And then he go, tries to get on Captain Peacock's thing and his clothes and he goes down and he's just standing there alone. So he, I, I think that's kind of what that means. Mr. Mash, in the meantime, says they're going to back him up uh, by... It's a slowdown. So they're going to work really slow. And they work all slow for the next day, the entire morning. And then at lunch, they're talking about it. And Mr. Mash says they're doing a really good job. And because Mr. Mash is apparently the... the I forget Union what the... Union rep or some, so he's something some, like that. Yeah, he's something... Something steward. Store steward or something. Or floor steward or something like that. Where he's basically the union representative in that store. Mm -hmm. And he calls the meeting and, and says that they're going to do a slowdown to get those breaks. He does like this whole speech um, where he basically says breaks shouldn't start until you get your like tea. And when you sit down for your tea. Exactly. Um, it shouldn't count the walk there and all this stuff. Which I've always kind of agreed on like. I once had a supervisor who was overzealous, kind of like Captain Peacock in this oh. episode, where they're like, they're like, they always take like 20 minutes. And I'm like, okay, they left the front. They were a cashier. They left the front. They took two minutes to walk to the back room, get their 15-minute break, and then two minutes to walk back. That's 19 minutes. Yeah. So there's Makes your 20, sense. There's your 20 minutes. Um, and they always be like, no, no, you're supposed to include, like, it's supposed to be 15 minutes and back. I'm like... No, that what? No, that's not how humans work. If they could teleport to the back room, I'd agree with you, but they can't. Um, now that's intelligence. Yeah, and it was tougher in the back room because everything was so uh, quota and time restricted and everything else. And I think that that that's the way most back rooms are. But from the floor, so it sounds like they actually have to go down a few floors or go up a few floors to get to the. Uh, the canteen where the, the coffee and food is anyway. Um, and they buy food there, I guess? Yeah, I guess so. Because they had like... Leek, Lunch trays yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. They had leek soup, uh, dumplings, seafood salad, and an open 
face sandwich that was supposed to be a regular sandwich, but someone put, put uh, bumped into him and he lost a piece of bread. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was Mr. Granger's sandwich, too. Yeah. Always screwing him. Yep. Uh, so but he gets his in the end because mm-hmm. he will get his severance package. Yep. Mr. Uh, Rumble says he won't give in, to the, give in to the demands. So Mr. Mash says, all right, they're going to have to do a sit down or something when they get back from lunch. And then when they come back from lunch, uh, Mr. Grace comes down and says that he actually agrees with the workers that his tea break doesn't start till he's handed his tea. So from now on, they're going to be handed their tea and like, he has like a tea cart. Yeah, already the like there. He had yeah. it already set yeah. up. Yeah, it's so actually kind of cool. Yeah, so now they don't have to even leave the department, and they're all a little sad that they're not going to go to the canteen, but they're going to go for lunch. Yeah, they it's, still have their lunch, but they're upset because they don't have that chance to get out. Yeah, that extra chance. So the they'll still have three breaks, but one of them's basically going to be in the department. Yeah. But it's also going to be weird to have your tea at the counter, and then the customers are going to go up to you anyway. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to know that this is your break. Right. So, I mean, it wasn't too much. I I feel like if our retail has very few unions in the U.S., um, I feel like if I was a union rep or knew more about unions, I could say a lot more about this episode, but I don't know. so I don't I have a union where I work either. So I, I, I can't talk about the logistics of it very much, but did you have any final thoughts on this episode? Well, Miss Slocum's hair is red. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Mesh was actually kind of cool. Yeah. Helping out the little guy. Mm-hmm. And Miss Captain Peacock was just a jerk again. He was. It's very odd. He um, was very extreme in this episode. But anyway, uh, short episode today, guys. But we appreciate you hanging out with us. If you like what we have to offer, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DSMB Free. And you can follow my wife on TikTok at Beatriz Lopez 490. It's B E A T R I Z L O P E Z 490. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.